As she gazed out the bay window in her bedroom, Mary McAllister knew this night would be her last. Outside, the February darkness was suffused with light from the town. Thick snowflakes floated past the window. Only the Mill River itself, for which the small Vermont village was named, escaped the snow covering. Its center flowed, black and snake-like, along the edge of the sleeping town. With her left hand, Mary stroked a large Siamese cat, curled next to her on the adjustable bed. With her right, she tucked a few strands of fine white hair behind her ear. Mary's eyes, one clear and blue, the other gray and cloudy, were fixed on the storm outside. She wondered what they would think of her when they discovered what she had done. The bedroom was dark, but the few lights from the town shone upward, enough to support a faint reflection of her face on the window glass. Mary looked at the reflection through her good eye. Pale and thin, she was the face of death superimposed on the darkness. She drifted in and out of sleep, awakened every few minutes by the excruciating pain in her abdomen. Finally, her hands shaking, she reached for the bottle of pills and the cup of water at her bedside. Mary poured the pills into her hand and then swallowed them all, a few at a time, with the water. She would leave this world in peaceful solitude. She would do so before her pain was so great, before her mental faculties were so diminished that she couldn't leave on her own terms. She thought of Michael. The priest had left, as he had promised, but she wondered if he was still awake in the parish house. He would find her tomorrow. She knew it would be difficult for him, but he was prepared for the inevitable. They both were. Still, she feared what death might bring. Would she see her husband again? In her dim bedroom, Mary's gaze focused on the outline of a figurine that stood on her bureau. It was a horse, carved elegantly from black marble. She thought of Patrick, of the first time she had seen him when he had come to her father's farm, of the horror that followed. Mary shuddered and forced her mind to focus on memories of her father instead. She remembered him standing in the round ring, his hat pushed back off his forehead, teaching young horses to be gentle. His belly laugh still rang in her ears. Even now, having been a widow for more than 70 years, she still feared Patrick. But she longed to see her father again, and Grandpop too. Perhaps soon she would. Mary touched Sham's furry head beside her, and the cat mewed and curled his paws in his sleep. Michael had promised to find a good home for him. She had no doubt that he would, and that fact comforted her. Tears ran down her cheeks as she whispered a loving goodbye to her faithful, feline companion. Silently, she wished him the happiest of lives, however many he had left, and waited for the final heavy sleepiness to surround her.